재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Now, if you didn't already know, the Seoul City provides a helpline for its citizens. And just in that vein, we want to help our listeners so you can send us all your queries, questions, and any difficulties. And every Wednesday, our in-studio reporter, Haley Cha, will tell you just how to overcome it and give you the right solutions. Welcome, Haley, and good morning. Good morning, Sam. How are you feeling? I'm feeling not very good because Uh-oh. of a new news I heard yesterday. Well, there was a 7.1 magnitude earthquake in Chile. Yeah, I, I heard about that too. And uh, I hope nobody was hurt. Yeah, me too. And so today we are going to go through the appropriate actions we take in the earthquake. Oh, that is so important. You know, when I was little, when earthquakes occurred, I was so happy. Why? I was like, oh, you know. Oh, I was shaking. Talking. Yeah, it's... um. It was fun to me. You know, I didn't really think anything of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, earthquakes are very important. I'm glad that you're here to give listeners the tips that they need and all the information that they need on earthquake. But there was also a recent earthquake in Korea. Yeah, too. Well, recently, not recently, it was last year in September, yeah. the powerful earthquake of magnitude 5.8. I remember. I, in yeah, I remember this earthquake. I saw it on TV. I was very shocked. Yes. Bearing in mind that the current buildings are constructed to endure strikes no more than magnitude 6.5, and it was 5.8 last year, it was a kind of a close call and i can clearly recall the time shaky building with mobile service out of order losing contact it was really dreadful experience yeah but what i have the question i have is that for example if an earthquake happens somewhere in chonju do people in seoul feel it as well yeah some people say they felt it but i'm not sure whether they really did it Mm -hmm. and more recently um, this month, 20th, in Yaosu City in Jeonna Province, there were 3.2 magnitude earthquake. Oh, it's just last week. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and two days ahead of it, there was 2.1 magnitude earthquake in Miryang City. There no damage observed. Now, I'm hearing like two point, what, 3.2 and 2.1 magnitude earthquakes. Every time we hear of mag- uh, earthquakes, we hear the word magnitude. Yes. Now, two or three, is it really you know, a serious matter? in terms of mag- magnitude for earthquakes? Yeah, actually not. Two or three, you might not feel the tremors. Well, basically, there are two different scales called magnitude and intensity. Oh. Well, magnitude quantifies the size of the earthquake, denoting the shaking power, which is more objective measure. Yeah. While intensity indicates the relative severity and effect observed by the heat. So it can be kind of subjective matter. So when it's all shaky, that is when you determine the magnitude. Um... Both, but both are used in different purposes. But simply, you may see the scale magnitude more often in the news reports. So, in this regard, if the number of magnitude is under 3.5, yeah. then no tremors will be detected. And as a 5.0, yeah. windows shake and things fall down from the shelves. So, what is the highest? Highest? Yeah. Um, there's no maximum, actually. It can ah. be like 10.0, 10 or... Okay, 11. this is the time that I, I blow my own horn. I like to do it on this show a lot. I know that the instrument used to measure the magnitude is a Richter scale. Is that true? Yeah, Woo! correct. Yeah, I did geography when I was in high school. Yeah, you're yeah. really smart. Yeah, so you were saying that there isn't any, you can't tell what the highest would be. But in terms of recent earthquakes, what has been the highest? Um, Gyeongju was 5.8. Yeah. And it, as it reaches 6.0, Travis creates a wall and shaking gets severe, even resulting collapse of house. So that was kind of dangerous. Wow. And as of 8.0, whole town tears down, not to mention the collapse of heavy structures like bridge and tall buildings. 
And recently in 2015, yeah. there was 7.9 magnitude of earthquake striking the Nepal city, which caused 8,000 deaths and 18,000 casualties. Yeah, oh, that was very terrible. Because, yes. you know, one of my really good friends is from Nepal. Yep. And uh, his family was actually out on that day, fortunately. Oh. Yeah, all of them were out on a picnic. What a but, relief. Yeah, I saw the pictures and I was like, wow. So that was as a result of a 7.9 magnitude earthquake. Yes, almost 8.0. And, and I was dispatched to that city for, to give the live report and witness the whole destruction of a whole city. It was really chaotic. Yeah, now I know earthquakes can be very, very dreadful. And Hopefully, they're predictable sometimes. I hope so. Can we be able to predict or tell when an earthquake is going to occur? Unfortunately, no. Well, Ministry of Public Safety and Security is giving out uh, good information on site. And Korean Meteorological Administration is also posting up-to-date report on earthquake. However, in regards to the prediction, not the report, currently there is no technique to sense the earthquake before it actually happens. That's why it's better to prepare for the emergency and have precise knowledge accordingly. Yeah, is there sort of like an emergency site that people can check out for, you know, like predictability of the earthquakes? Maybe there might, there might be an earthquake in, let's say, like two months or three months. Is there a site that people can check out these things? Well, if you do want to do that, then how about downloading a mobile application called Anjan Tidimto? It's run by Ministry of Public Safety and Security okay. and they'll give you the reports on it. All right, now let's 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 do something tricky, and it's very important. I when earthquakes occur, I think mm-hmm. people start going helter skelter. They don't know what to do. Yes, they don't know what to, whether to be inside, whether to come outside. People get really really confused. So, what is the first thing to do right after you feel a sudden tremor? Yeah, it depends on where you are at the moment. Are you in the building or on the street in a car? It depends. So let's assume we are in a house. What I would do an instinct when let's, shaking. Let's let's take an example. Like yes. we're here at TBS right now. Okay. We feel a little tremor. What is the what is the quickest thing to do? Go under the desk. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good to escape the building, but yeah. since we are on the fourteenth floor, it yeah. takes time, and it, the earthquake shaking takes about last about one to two minutes. Yeah. So before that, it's better you just hide under desk or table. This will keep you away from the fallings or shelves or glasses from broken window. There's a glass over there, so yeah. it can be ca- quite dangerous. I remember you said five point eight can make the windows crack. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Also. A toilet is a good temporary shelter, in fact. Thanks. Toilet? Yes. Wow. It's one of my favorite places, I'm sorry, but it's it's really good? <laughs> yes. In Why house is that? specifically, uh, because it has a complicated design with interwoven structure of water pipes oh. and pillars, you know? Oh. And you might be tempted to close doors, but please leave it open because the doors can be deformed during the shake and it may chip you inside. Okay. Now, I think when... Uh, you know, tremors happen or earthquakes tend to happen. A mistake people do is they always run for the elevator because it's the fastest way of escaping. Is that really a safe thing to do? Never. Please don't do that. During L- the listeners, you've heard, please never run into the elevator when there's a tremor or there's an earthquake. Please. Yes. During the earthquake, electricity blackout is really probable, oh. you know, and lifts will very soon become a dark blackout prison. And not only people shouldn't use it, but also the people already inside the elevator should immediately escape from it by pressing all the buttons and make a stop at the nearest floor and travel by stairs, please. I've, I've seen this 
scene in so many movies like trapped in an elevator it's one of the things i hope never to happen to me because i'm very claustrophobic so when i'm stuck in a certain space and i can't really do Mm -hmm. anything about it it drives me nuts so what about people that are walking down or driving in a car what are they supposed to do? Well, on the street, it can be even more dangerous in the sense that there are many more to fall from the sky. For example, building rubbles and signboards yeah. dangling from the wall and falling trees and branches. Anything can harm you. Also, many people try to stay under the telephone poles or under street walls, psychologically feeling safer. But contrary to that expectation, those structures are likely to collapse more easily. So please stay away from them and go to their nearest park or school fields that have flat terrains no buildings around it so i know that sometimes you know things can really fall on your head or you can get injured so naturally the best thing to do will be protect your head during an earthquake yes now how can we do this well for example if you're in a car if you are in a car well actually a car isn't a safe place either (laughs) really oh my gosh Well, it seems to be, but it's not actually. In the earthquake, you may feel like driving on a flat tire out of control. So there's no meaning driving in a a car. And also, uh, roads where you have cars have tall buildings around which potentially pose a threat. Therefore, park your car on the right-hand side of the road to save some left-hand side space for emergency transportation. And while while you leave the car, please make sure to leave your car key inside too. Okay. Now, I know I grew up with the saying that prevention is always better than cure, right? We don't have to wait till the earthquake happens, then we run for help and all that. What are some of the things people can do uh, to prepare before an earthquake, especially if you're in, if you're in an earthquake-prone area? Mm-hmm. Then I'll give you four tips. Oh, four Listen tips. carefully. Okay. Yes. Firstly, it's rather simple. Please tidy up the materials that are in higher position like shelves that can... Um, suddenly turn into a weapon in case of earthquake. Uh Because when there's a tremble, then they they start falling down. Yes. Okay. And second, firmly fix the gas valves and electricity lines so that in the possible swing, they don't get damaged and become inflammable. Yeah. Okay. And third, put tapes or films on top of the window glasses to fix them tight because they can break down. They can break down. Okay. And fourth, but not least and if you have children training them at a related center will be very helpful i think this is very important for korea it's very important that we train the younger ones to be able to think on their feet and know exactly what to do in in case of any situation now people think it's very complicated but i like the fact that it's rather rather simple so please make sure that you pay attention to these four tips so you mentioned about you know training centers for children. I wonder if there are any good training camps where children can get such information and education. Yeah, you can rest assured that there are plenty of centers in Seoul. Firstly, fire station, many, and safety experience center. There oh. are two in Seoul, and safety education center for children is one in Seoul as well. Well, among them, I should recommend a safety experience center. There are two in Seoul. Yes. Um, and it's operated by Seoul Metropolitan Fire and Disaster Headquarters Department. And what's so special about this place is that the facilities are set to provide a realistic virtual experience ah. to engage you into the unpredictable circumstances. That is, that is very yes. important because when earthquakes occur, I feel like people will just lose their minds. They don't yeah. know what to do. So if they're put in a situation that is as mm. real as yes. the earthquake, they will know how to think on their feet and be quick with yeah, decisions. Yeah, practicing is the best. In a house room set, magnitude of 7.1, uh, 7.0 will hit the room with oh, furniture's wow. rattling and cracking sounds. So it's designed to give you time to practice your emergency tips.
All right. So you mentioned that there are two locations in Seoul. Where and where can we? Porame and Gwangnaru. Unfortunately, Gwangnaru is going on operation. So please visit Porame until May, and then after May, it's okay. Both of them are um, available. Gwangnaru is on line five, right? Uh, I I think so. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an expert on the subway, so Gwangnaru yeah, is line five, and Porame is line. Uh, first time I'm here. Seven. Porame. Line seven. Okay, yeah. so ladies and gentlemen, Porame is on line seven. And Gwangnaru is on line 5. But Gwangnaru is, uh, you know, they're undergoing a bit of operation. So be, be able to check out Porame. Yeah. yeah. And quick one more information. Yeah. There's a Tanuri call center. Tanuri. Um, yeah. This is this will give you a consultation for earthquake issues um, in English. That would be useful for expats here. And the number will be 1577-1366. 1577-136. And yeah. I hope they're free. Ah, yeah, of course. All right. So, everybody, it's free. Please be sure to check it out. Well, that's it for today's CBS 120. We hope we answered all your questions. If not, send us via email, koreascape at gmail.com or on Twitter, koreascape. We'll be right back with Global Family. Thank you. Thank you.